but we depend on the Lord our God. This is the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible, and coming to you from Riverside, California, podcasting since 2004, I'm your award-winning OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we're reading through the entire Bible together in a year. How are you doing? And how cool is this? They made a national day just for me. Today is National Fossil Day. Oh, wait a minute. I guess they mean the kind of fossil that archaeologists are interested in. Rats. Okay, well, never mind. Our reading today is Psalms 18 through 20, and I'm calling the episode, Who Can We Trust? We've got our On This Day in Church History segment coming up, and I've got some prayer requests and a praise. So I think it's time to get started. Let's go. Psalm chapter 18. I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my savior. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. I called on the Lord, who was worthy of praise, and he saved me from my enemies. The ropes of death entangled me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me. Death laid a trap in my path. But in my distress I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I prayed to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry to him reached his ears. Then the earth quaked and trembled. The foundations of the mountain shook. They quaked because of his anger. Smoke poured from his nostrils. Fierce flames leaped from his mouth. Glowing coals blazed forth from him. He opened the heavens and came down. Dark storm clouds were beneath his feet. Mounted on a mighty angelic being, he flew, soaring on the wings of the wind. He shrouded himself in darkness, veiling his approach with dark rain clouds. Thick clouds shielded the brightness around him and rained down hail and burning coals. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded amid the hail and burning coals. He shot his arrows and scattered his enemies. His lightning flashed, and they were greatly confused. Then at your command, O Lord, at the blast of your breath, the bottom of the sea could be seen, and the foundations of the earth were laid bare. He reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemies, from those who hated me and were too strong for me. They attacked me at a moment when I was in distress, but the Lord supported me. He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me because He delights in me. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He restored me because of my innocence. For I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not turned from my God to follow evil. I have followed all his regulations. I have never abandoned his decrees. I am blameless before God. I have kept myself from sin. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He has seen my innocence. To the faithful you show yourself faithful. To those with integrity you show integrity. To the pure you show yourself pure, but to the wicked you show yourself hostile. You rescue the humble, but you humiliate the proud. You light a lamp for me. The Lord my God lights up my darkness. In your strength I can crush an enemy. With my God I can scale any wall. God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. 
He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. For who is God except the Lord? Who but our God is a solid rock? God arms me with strength, and he makes my way perfect. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. He trains my hands for battle. He strengthens my arm to draw a bronze bow. You have given me your shield of victory. Your right hand supports me. Your help has made me great. You have made a wide path for my feet to keep them from slipping. I chased my enemies and caught them. I did not stop until they were conquered. I struck them down so they could not get up. They fell beneath my feet. You have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued my enemies under my feet. You placed my foot on their necks. I have destroyed all who hated me. They called for help, but no one came to their rescue. They even cried to the Lord, but he refused to answer. I ground them as fine dust in the wind. I swept them into the gutter like dirt. You gave me victory over my accusers. You appointed me ruler over nations. People I don't even know now serve me. As soon as they hear of me, they submit. Foreign nations cringe before me. They all lose their courage and come trembling from their strongholds. The Lord lives. Praise to my rock. May the God of my salvation be exalted. He is the God who pays back those who harm me. He subdues the nations under me and rescues me from my enemies. You hold me safe beyond the reach of my enemies. You save me from violent opponents. For this, O Lord, I will praise you among the nations. I will sing praises to your name. You give great victories to your king. You show unfailing love to your anointed, to David and all his descendants forever. Psalm chapter 19 The heavens are telling of the greatness of God, and the great open spaces above show the work of his hands. Day to day they speak, and night to night they show much learning. There is no speaking and no words where their voice is not heard. Their sound has gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them he has placed a tent for the sun. It is as a man soon to be married coming out of his room, and as a strong man who is happy to run his race. Its rising is from one end of the heavens, and it makes its way to the other end. Nothing is hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, giving new strength to the soul. The law he has made known is sure, making the childlike wise. The laws of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The word of the Lord is pure, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The Lord is always true and right in how he judges. The word of the Lord is worth more than gold, even more than much fine gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey straight from the comb. And by them your servant is told to be careful. In obeying them there is great reward. Who can see his own mistakes? Forgive my sins that I do not see, and keep your servant from sinning by going my own way. Do not let these sins rule over me. Then I will be without blame, and I will not be guilty of big sins. Let the words of my mouth and the thoughts of my heart be pleasing in your eyes, O Lord, my rock and the one who saves me. Psalm chapter 20 May the Lord answer you when you are in trouble. May the God of Jacob make you secure. May he send you help from his temple. From Zion may he give you support. May he take notice of your offerings. 
May he accept your burnt sacrifice, Selah. May he grant your heart's desire. May he bring all your plans to pass. Then we will shout for joy over your victory. We will rejoice in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your requests. Now I am sure that the Lord will deliver his chosen king. He will intervene for him from his holy heavenly temple and display his mighty ability to deliver. Some trust in chariots and others in horses, but we depend on the Lord our God. They will fall down, but we will stand firm. The Lord will deliver the king. He will answer us when we call to him for help. I'd like to quickly just look at three different verses that really kind of stood out to me today. The first was Psalm 19, 14. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. What we say and what we spend our time thinking about is very important. It kind of is a reflection of what's in our heart. And so if our goal at the end is for the Lord to look at us and say, well done, good and faithful servant, we need to look at what we say and what we think about while we're here on earth. The next one was chapter 20, verse 1. May the Lord answer you when you're in trouble. May the God of Jacob make you secure. And that truly is my prayer for you, beloved. We live in troubling times. There's a lot going on in the world today, and I pray that when you cry out to him in these times, that he answers you. And I pray that you find security in God. And then the last verse that stood out to me was chapter 20, verse 7. And again, this kind of relates to uh, the troubled times in which we live. Some trust in chariots and others in horses, but we depend on the Lord our God. We might change that to some trust in politicians and others in medical experts, but we depend on the Lord our God. Politicians aren't going to save us. Medical experts aren't going to save us. Only God can save us. We should pray for our politicians. We should pray for medical experts, and we should pray for anybody in power. I'd love to hear your comments. Please go to comment.lifespringmedia.com, email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com, or comment on the show notes page. Let me hear from you. Tomorrow's reading is Job 13 and 14. Job will continue his reply to his good friend Zophar. Boost! Boostergram. I recently got a couple of Boostergrams. John sent 500 sats using the Fountain app, and he said, R.C. Sproul has a fantastic sermon on Genesis 22 called The Sacrifice of Faith. It can be found on YouTube. Well, John, thank you for that. And, you know, I don't think R.C. Sproul ever had anything but fantastic sermons. I had the privilege to hear him speak at a Christian booksellers convention several years ago, and, man, he was a highly intelligent servant of God. Of course, he's gone to be with the Lord now, but yes, he left behind a lot of great resources. Good recommendation, John. Thank you. And then Sean sent a Boostergram, 1,500 sats. Thank you for that, Sean. Also using uh, Fountain. And he said, I've never had it explained that Isaac was an adult. Wow. I probably saw an illustration as a kid of him as a child in that scene. Thanks. Well, Sean, I saw an old illustration of the same scene when I was a boy. Maybe the same illustration you saw. But yeah, I was surprised when I discovered that Isaac was probably not a young boy, too. It really does change our perception of the scene, doesn't it? Thank you, Sean. God bless you. And then Kirsty commented via the uh, comment.lifespringmedia page. She said, 
God's Word truly is the living Word. The Holy Spirit gives new insight each time we read it, and I thank you, Steve, for your comments today about Isaac, which were new to me. Well, Kirsty, you're welcome. Yes, the Word of God is truly living, isn't it? When we allow God to speak to us through His Word, it just never gets old. Thank you for your comment, Kirsty. Also, I got a Here's Where I Found You comment today from Barbara. She said, Thanks to Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak and the No Agenda Show. Listening to the donation segment and your name came up. So off I went to search for your site and to consider listening for a year. I'm well on my way now and looking forward to the year ahead. Thanks. Well, Barbara, thank you and welcome to the LifeSpring family. I'm happy you're here and that you've decided to join us on our read through the Bible. I hope you stick around for a long time. Well, are there other No Agenda producers that have joined the LifeSpring family? Let me hear from you. Other podcasts? Let me hear from you. And speaking of Adam Curry, he and I sat down for an interview back in 2005. Maybe I'll tell you all more about that next month. On November 13th, I'll be marking 17 years since I uploaded the very first episode of the LifeSpring podcast. Let me know if you guys would like to know a little more about the first days of podcasting and what it was like producing the very first Christian podcast. I won't take time on the show if you're not interested, but if you want me to talk about it a little bit, I'll be happy to. Let me know either way with an email or a comment. Well, beloved, I love to get your comments. Thank you for taking the time to write, whether with a boostergram, email, or from comment.lifespringmedia.com or the show notes pages. This is what family does. We exchange ideas. And guess what? When you comment, you're taking part in the time, talent, or treasure, value-for-value value concept. You're helping to produce this show by contributing your time, and I appreciate it very much. Your comments become a part of the content, and that is contributing to the production of the show. So I very much appreciate it. This day in church history, October 13th, 1605, Theodore Beza died. He was John Calvin's successor in Geneva as the head of the Swiss Reformation. And on this day in church history, 1877, English devotional poet Francis Ridley Havergal wrote the words to the hymn, Who is on the Lord's Side, based on 1 Chronicles 12, 1-8. And I'm going to read for you the first verse of this song. Who is on the Lord's side? Who will serve the King? Who will be His helpers, other lives to bring? Who will leave the world's side? Who will face the foe? Who is on the Lord's side? Who for Him will go? By Thy call of mercy... By thy grace divine, we are on the Lord's side. Savior, we are thine. You know, today's choruses are fine, but those old hymns were just so rich. Frances Havergal became a believer at the age of 15, and in writing about it later, she said, I committed my soul to the Savior, and earth and heaven seemed brighter from that moment. Amen. Isn't that true? Yes, it is. We spoke about value for value a little bit ago. Well, another part of value for value is treasure. Time, talent, and treasure. You can give by texting 182-921 to 1-855-575-7888. And if your podcast app doesn't let you stream sats or boost, get a better one at newpodcastapps.com or visit support.lifespringmedia.com for more ways to donate. This show needs your support. I can't do seven days a week without you. Prayer requests. I got this from John today. 
He said, Hi, Steve. Thanks for your ongoing work reading the Bible study. I enjoy the show, and it's calming with all that's going on. It's good to be reminded that God is good and that He is in control. My workplace issued an updated vaccine policy today that only vaccinated staff can be in their premises starting November 1st. I've been working from home, and I'm not sure what this means for me. It is very concerning. Pray for me for wisdom and how I ought to respond. Thanks, Steve. Really appreciate it. It's pretty stressful. I guess it's part of my journey of learning to trust God more, but it's still hard. First off, John, thanks for sending in your prayer request, and thanks for the kind words. And I'm sorry you're having to deal with this. And I know that a lot of the LifeSpring family members are facing similar circumstances. And it's even looking like the lovely Lady Leanne will be in the same boat soon. It is a very stressful place to be, but we do need to remember that God is Jehovah Jireh, God, our provider. Remember Jesus said in Matthew 6, That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to Him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon, in all his glory, was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, He will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things, saying, What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your Heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and live righteously, and He will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Beloved, we must focus on that promise. Hold on to it. Meditate on it. Believe it. But that doesn't mean that we should just sit back and do nothing else. Now, as far as these employer mandates for the experimental injections, John, I know that you're not in the United States, so the resource I'm about to recommend might not be 100% applicable to you. But for those of you in the U.S. and who may be facing this dilemma, there is a really good website you need to go to post-haste. I'll put the link in the show notes page, and I even created an easy-to-remember link for this one. The title for this episode, as you heard me say in the beginning, and it probably shows in your podcast player now, Who Can We Trust? So go to whocanwetrust.lifespringmedia.com. Of course, who can we trust is all one word. And it looks like the link I'm putting up uh, on the show notes page is a website from a Christian lawyer who is really on top of the COVID situation. And when you get to that link, uh, you'll see some very actionable things for you to start doing right now if you think your employer might come down with the vax or get fired policy. Now, John, the laws for you probably are different. I'm like 100% sure they're different, but maybe this link will be helpful for you as well. Maybe there are similar resources in your home country. I would suggest maybe get a VPN, then use a search engine that doesn't track you, like maybe DuckDuckGo, and start looking for a similar website in your country. Just an idea. All right, moving on now. Um, Dell said that Kathy's struggling with depression right now, and I can't say that I blame her. 
And I'll be going tomorrow to Lake Arrowhead, up where Dell lives, to help him do some repairs at his home. He had a heart attack a couple of years ago that left his heart with only about uh, 20% um, capacity or uh, efficiency, whatever they call it. He's only got 20% of his heart working. So anyway, I don't want him to do these repairs by himself. So pray that we get these repairs done quickly and safely. We're going to be working up on a tall ladder to do some of this stuff. So (laughs) pray that I don't fall off a ladder. Uh, I do have a praise report. My mother-in-law, Joanne, or Noni, as the family calls her, is improving. Uh, She's still in a rehab facility, but she's now able to at least take a few steps with a walker. She still has pain from her broken pelvis, but she's making progress. And her cognitive abilities seem to have returned to where they were before the fall, so it seems like probably the confusion she had was related to the heavy pain medications she was on just after the accident. Also, a praise is that she's um, said with her own mouth that she sees that she's going to need someone to live with her when she does get to go home. So, at least that issue seems to be settled. Let's pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are our God. You're holy. You're righteous. You're merciful. How good it is to serve you, Lord. Thank you for calling us. Lord, I pray right now for John and the situation he's facing from his employer. God, we know that these mandates are immoral, and I pray that you give John the wisdom as to how to deal with what's coming. Direct his steps, Lord, and give him peace. You are our provider, our Jehovah Jireh. No matter what happens at his job, Lord, you have promised to take care of his needs, and I ask you to help him to just really lean on you. And for other LifeSpring family members in similar situations, Lord, I pray the same thing. You know each one, and you know the most intimate details about us and what the needs are. We thank you for your love and for your caring Father's heart. I ask God, please bring peace to each one's heart that might be worrying. Help us to give the situation over to you. You're far better at bearing our burdens than we are. We give them to you now, Lord, in Jesus' name. I pray for Kathy, Lord, in her depression. She's been sick for oh so long. And she's been in pain for so long. I thank you that for now the drugs seem to be helping her with that, but she's feeling discouraged. Hold her, Lord, in your strong, loving arms. Let her rest in your love. Encourage her, Lord. Lift her up, Lord. Show her something that will bring a smile to her face, a word from one of her kids, a warm ray of sunshine, something that's beautiful. You know best what she needs. And I pray, Lord, that you'll do that for her now. I thank you, Lord, for Noni's progress. Thank you for the caring she's getting. Please, Lord, continue the healing that you're doing in her body, and please bless her doctors and nurses. And as I help Dell tomorrow, I ask that you help us get the work done and keep us safe as we work. Bless Dell. Thank you that he's still with us after his heart attack. I ask that you give him many more years here to serve you. And Lord, be with him as Kathy's down the hill. Keep him company, Lord. Help him to feel your presence each and every day as he's in the house by himself. I thank you, Lord, for the LifeSpring family, and I pray that you would bless each one today. Help each of us to serve you better and help us to be effective reflections of you. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Beloved, when you send your prayer requests in, I'll pray for you in my daily private prayer time, and, of course, I'll pray for you on the show. When we come together as a family, agreeing together... God hears us. So leave your request at prayer.lifespringmedia.com. 
please comment on the show at comment.lifespringmedia.com, email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com, or on the show notes page, and this one's easy to find, whocanwetrust.lifespringmedia.com. Also, do me a favor and go to reviews.lifespringmedia.com and leave a review. Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thanks for being here. I've enjoyed our time together. God bless you. My name is Steve Webb. Bye. Bye.